Welcome to the Donuts and Dumbbells podcast. I'm Brooke. And I'm Nick. And we're so excited that you're here. On this podcast, we talk about all things fitness, nutrition, and lifestyle change. You know, all the healthy shit. So go ahead and grab yourself a cup of hot or iced coffee. Or a protein shake and sit back, relax, or go on a walk. And we'll talk to you soon. Hey, Nick, how's it going? What's going on, Brooke? How the hell are you? I'm good. You gave me you gave me the benefit of the doubt for starting the podcast two weeks in a row. I'm super yeah, you're, pumped. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> for those listening, Nick literally gave me the carry it away hand. <laughs> no, what's going on, Nick? It sounds like you got a you got a story for me. Yeah, I mean it's been it's been a few weeks since we've been able to record, right? Like we've both both kind of had a lot of shit going on. Um so First of all, good to be back on the podcast. Um, I've missed the Donuts and Dumbbells podcast last couple of weeks, so I'm glad we're back. Um, but yeah, this this past weekend, I had my brother's bachelor party, which oh. we had a we had an absolute blast. Like we, I think I've talked about how uh, for me and Danielle's first anniversary, we went to a rage room and just smashed the shit out of stuff. Yeah. Um, so we did that as part of the bachelor party because my brother really wanted to do that. And the one we went to was, was like way better too. It was fucking awesome. Um, but that's not the good part of the story. The second part of the bachelor party is, um, (laughs) is where the fun kicks in. So we had this brilliant idea to go to a place that does airsoft so oh, you get man. like a you get like a rental of an airsoft gun and you go and shoot the shit out of each other. I'm like, wow, that, that sounds like an absolute blast. Um, so before we go there, I need to preface this. Before we go, it is a bachelor party. So my brother was like, let's smoke a joint before we go into, <laughs> into oh, airsoft. Oh my god. <laughs> I'm like, okay, yeah, great idea. Sounds good. So um yeah, uh, we're like know smoking away and then we get into the place and i'm like oh fuck i have not felt like this in a long ass time and we get assigned like this like 12 page page waiver and we're like sitting there checked it checking in at the desk and then i'm realizing that there are all these guys around that have these like giant bags that are like you know, it's like the size of like four duffel bags all put into one. And I'm like, these guys brought all their own fucking gear. Like <laughs> these guys are serious. That's and it's serious business. A bunch of them, right? A bunch of them. So I'm like, all right, we're I hope that we just, you know, we it gets to be like the three of us at the bachelor party in our own room. Like we're all fucking beginners. Um, these dudes are clearly not beginners. So once we all get checked in, they kind of send us into this like back little holding area. It almost looks like a high school cafeteria where there's at least like 20 dudes all under at least 25 dressed in like full tactical gear. Right. They look like they're fucking in the last step of the Navy SEAL training. Like they've got like their fucking body armor on. They've got like face coverings. They've got fucking helmets. Some of them have like their names stitched on to the back of their <laughs> fucking jacket or whatever that they're wearing. I'm like, oh man, we are going to get absolutely wrecked because I'm realizing that like there's no way it's going to be just the three of us. We're, they're just going to like send us to the wolves in here. 
and we're all beginners, right? Like I was the youngest one in our group. My brother's 39. We had another guy who's in his forties, I believe. And then there's all these like 20 year olds. And there was even kids. Like there was even like this 12 year old kid who was probably the most badass one of all of them. He had a fucking <laughs> GoPro on his helmet. Like he was ready. <laughs> so yeah, they send us in there. And by the way, just like a reminder, I'm baked as fuck, just like paranoid and have to put like a covering over my face. And I'm like, okay, yeah, let's go get shot at. <laughs> so I have no idea what I'm doing. I've never played Airsoft before. So I'm a complete beginner at this. Don't even know how to like fire the gun correctly. I'm like, how do I load the magazine? Like, what do I do? I'm like going up to the people in the, in the, they're like reps in the room. Like, I don't know how to shoot my gun. And they're like, oh, oh you gotta God. like turn this thing on the bottom. I'm like no one told me that. <laughs> um, Clearly like all these people here have been thousands of times too, because like the, the refs like knew them and were like, all right, you you know they were saying like all this like weird lingo that i had no idea what any of it meant so yeah i got in there i shot zero people was it, <laughs> except except one guy who i realized too late was on my team and uh he was pissed he turned around i was like what the fuck bro uh i'm like oh my god i'm so sorry <laughs> you know we we all walk out of there sweaty messes none of us had any idea what we were doing and the point of the story, right, it is going to relate back to fitness, I promise, um, is it kind of got me thinking about like when I was a beginner at the gym and how anxious I was for that. Um, granted, I wasn't baked as fuck the first time that I went to a gym. <laughs> but um, yeah, it kind of got me thinking about like how every single one of those people in their full ass tactical gear probably had the same experience where they had no idea what they were doing. And now they're good at it whereas me going in for the first time like completely sucked not just because i didn't have all this fancy equipment but because i had no goddamn clue what i was doing um so yeah it kind of got me thinking about like that whole thing of like you know keep sucking less right i always say that now yeah, um, you start sucking, sucking at something and then you get better at something not that i'm going to go be a professional airsoft player i'm probably never going to do that again but that's a lot different than going to the gym, which is something that is like actually good for you. Not to say that airsoft can't be good for you, but um, yeah, that's, that's kind of my, my thought on that is like, that is awesome. I love that. Yeah. I love that you shot someone on your own team. Oh my God. I was so embarrassed. I'm still thinking about that. You're like, oh man, <laughs> this lives, this is taking too much, too much of my mental energy. And I was getting so stressed. I just like saw somebody and fired. I'm like, oh my God, this dude is clearly on my own team. He's no tactical gear. <laughs> <laughs> well, and I love that you brought that up because, you know, I've been thinking about this lately with clients. You know, I've, I, I get clients where they're afraid to go into the gym. And, you know, that's one thing that, you know, when you're a beginner in something, you, you got to just step out of your comfort zone. You got to step out of your comfort zone because eventually, like you had mentioned, like if you do it enough times, it's going to become normal mm -hmm. and it's going to cause less anxiety. So I think that it's super important for those listening to remember, like if you're trying to change your lifestyle, whether it's nutrition, whether it's fitness, like you have to suck at the beginning. You really do. And I guarantee that if I were to go back again, I would be a little bit better. Maybe I'd actually be able to connect the shot with someone on the opposing team instead of on the same team. 
but that would be like one small step in the right direction. And I would get better and better from there. So like, it's the same thing when you go into the gym, like maybe you're going to go into the gym for the first time and you accidentally drop a dumbbell on your foot and you're embarrassed. But then the next time you go in and like you actually execute the movement correctly and you feel good about it. Yeah. I mean, and I can't tell you how many times like I've done dumb shit in the gym. Like, oh my God, a million. Yeah. Like I, I can't even begin to explain like that. I, I've literally misloaded a leg press on each side like mm. two on one side one on the other and then I, I'm like what the heck why is this so hard and then it's like oh well duh and I've been doing this for a long time and I still do dumb shit in the gym you know it's just about moving past that discomfort being like eh, not don't take yourself too seriously yeah I, and I've done that on a squat not with a 45 I've like had a five on one side and a two and a half on the other and it was such a noticeable difference that I had so much trouble getting it off the rack. <laughs> I I did all my whatever, however many reps it was. And That's was impressive. Like, it was that so hard. <laughs> That's impressive. And just a fair warning to our listeners. So my son is out of school for summer vacation. So he may or may not pop in to the podcast. <laughs> I saw that light turn on in the background and I was yep. like, oh yeah, there he is. Mike is home. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, I think that it's, it's really important to understand that everybody starts somewhere. And, you know, I'd like to talk a little bit about like the anxiety, because I know it's something that I struggle with. I know it's something that a lot of people struggle with, with that gym anxiety, Mm -hmm. not knowing what you're doing. Like I struggle with it. If I go to a new gym, I don't really struggle with it as frequently now. I do know what anxiety feels like because I, I experience anxiety, um, daily, but when it comes to the gym, I don't really get a lot of anxiety anymore because I work at the place that I work out at. Now, if I go to a new gym, I'm going to be anxious. And one thing that has helped me with lessening that, like that anxious feeling is just showing up and showing up more than once, because then, you know, you show up enough times, you're going to smile at people. You're going to do the little, the, the gym head nod. You're going to, and then that's how you start to make connections in the gym. You can ask people like, Hey, I've never used this machine before. Can you show me how to use it? You know, little things like, or read the fucking instructions. Like, Mm. yeah, the gym head nod eventually turns into the gym fist bump, which then turns into like a, Hey, how you doing? And then you become like gym buddies a little bit. So yeah, I mean, it's just how it goes, but no, I'm with you because, because I still experience gym anxiety from time to time. And I wouldn't even say so much that it's gym anxiety anymore. It's just more that it's like being around a crowd of people anxiety, um, which I can get pretty much anywhere. You know, you step into like a really crowded grocery store and it's like, oh, fuck, there's so many people here and I don't like it. Um, So for me, when I feel like that, I kind of just like, I turn my music up as loud as I can, take up space in whatever area that I'm in, make sure that that is my space. Do not let anyone enter that space. Not that I'm like kicking people out of the space. You can't be in here. This is my bubble. Like, no. Um, (laughs) But, you know, take up space in the gym, own that space and do what it is you need to do. Um, I find that for me, just like turning my music up real loud kind of helps me shut everyone else out because it's like the crowd, no, the noise of the crowd 
that kind of gives that like overstimulation to me. I don't know if that's just like some weird ADHD stimulation type of thing, but I don't know. Helps me. It might be because I do the same thing. I have to crank my volume all the way up to tune out the the backgrounds. Background, unless I'm at the gym that I work at, then then I can work out without headphones because the um the owners of the gym that I'm at are two of my best friends. So every once in a while I'll be doing a set and they'll give me shit. So I have to I have to uh <laughs> make sure that I can hear them. But it is very hard to deal with gym anxiety. I have a lot of people who enjoy working out at home and mm-hmm working out at home is great, but you're only going to get so far when you're working out at home. Right. I think working out at home is an amazing starting point and it it can even take you a long time, a long way for a long time. Yeah. Oh yeah. Eventually you'll either outgrow the equipment you you'll outgrow the equipment you have and either need to buy new equipment or go to a gym, right? Like your the dumbbells you have only go up so high. If you don't have a barbell, which a lot of home gyms don't, I mean, some do, but a lot don't, um, you're missing out on all that barbell training. You're missing out on any kind of cable training. Um, there's, there's a lot of other benefits to going to the gym because of the equipment they have. You know, there's, there's no leg press machine in a, in a home gym, unless you have like the sickest home gym in the world, in which case invite me over. I mean, I used to, I used (laughs) to have a pretty sick home gym, but I didn't have a leg press, so it wasn't that sick. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> but you, there are a lot, a lot of things that you can miss out on, but also not only like the equipment, just getting comfortable being uncomfortable in the gym. Yeah. So I think that that's a really good segue into how does one deal with gym anxiety? Like I would say first things first, like you got to show up. You got to show up. You got to get in the door. You got to get comfortable being in that environment. And I think we've mentioned before, like sometimes you could just go walk on the treadmill. Even if it's just as as simple as walking in the door, smelling the air, and then walking right out. At least you made it in the door. And that can even be a first step if it's like, if it's really, really that intimidating for you. And some people it can be. Um, If you have certain things, like maybe you have some kind of like PTSD around being in in crowds or something like that might be your first step. Maybe your first step is a little more advanced than that. Maybe it's walking on the treadmill. Maybe it's even going into the freeway area and doing like a dumbbells only workout or something. But getting in the door is step one. Yes, absolutely. And I would say another way to reduce gym anxiety is honestly like create a good playlist for yourself you know, something that's going to make you feel good. Like, you know, whatever music you like to listen to, create a good playlist, you know, Mm. something that's going to get you pumped up. That that's something that I think is a little bit underrated. Um, and not only that, but it can definitely help when you're, when you're just starting out, like getting a good playlist, putting on a cute ass outfit, whatever you feel confident in and going to the gym. That's right. That's right. Um, and you know, I think an underrated thing here too, part going back to that playlist thing is crank that playlist in the car. Yes. In the parking lot and like psych yourself up to walk in that door. Yes. Because I that really puts you that. in that mindset of like, all right, I'm a badass bitch. I'm going to go walk in this fucking door and I'm going to do what I need to do. And then I'm going to get the fuck out of here. 
<laughs> I'm just imagining you like in in the car going, I'm a badass bitch. <laughs> like <laughs> I've done it. I, I have done it. <laughs> I've been done it. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I think when you're just learning too, like and you're just starting, like do some research, you know, like do, do a little bit of research, find out what muscle groups work your back. That way it makes it a little bit less intimidating, right? Mm. Like, or find a gym buddy. You know, if you have like a friend or a family member that wants to get in shape and you want to do it together, sometimes even just having another person there that, you know, and that you're comfortable with can help deal with that anxiety. Mm. And, you know, I want to say too, like you will a hundred percent, I can guarantee this you will get things wrong often. You will do exercises incorrectly. You might even accidentally shoot your own teammate. Wait, that's a different thing. Hold on. Uh, (laughs) 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 But you will get things wrong and you might even embarrass yourself. And that is an uncomfortable idea to sit with, knowing that you might do that. But if you never take that step of accidentally embarrassing yourself and doing something stupid, right? You will never get to the point where you are at a point where you're able to do things correctly, where you're seeing amazing results, where you're perfecting your technique because you have to start from the bottom. You have to start from, I don't know what I'm doing in order to get to, I know what I'm doing. Yeah, most definitely. And I couldn't agree more. And I think that once you do know what you're doing, it really takes a lot. It it lessens the anxiety so much. And once you're able to actually go into the gym and enjoy what you're doing, that's when a lot, that's when you really start making good progress. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And even, even when you get more advanced, you're still going to do shit wrong. Oh yeah, absolutely. I still do shit wrong. Yeah. It's, you're never going to be perfect or you're never going to have like perfect form every single workout like that, that can be affected or energy. Like you're not going to have the same level of energy when you're motivated than when you're unmotivated. Like it's going to be a lot harder to walk into the door. It can make anxiety worse if you're not motivated and the fact is, is motivation is a feeling like it's very fleeting. It's a feeling. It's like if someone's depressed and you're like, well, just be happy. Like that, that doesn't work that way. It's when you're motivated, it's a lot easier to do things. And so you might have less anxiety during those times or, you know, and then once you realize like, oh crap, I just signed up for a gym and I don't know how to use anything. Then that's when the anxiety kicks in and chances are you're not as motivated as you are, as you once Hmm. were. But if you show up, even when you're not motivated to do it, like that's where all the magic happens, right? Like it's, it's easy to go into the gym when you're motivated. It's hard to go in when you're not, but if you go in when you're not, that's what builds that consistency. It builds the habit of go to the gym, even when you don't want to. And it's what keep it's what keeps you consistent for the long run. If you always are giving into that, well, I'm not motivated. I'm not going to go your consistency is going to be 50% or less. And that's really not going to get you far. So even when you don't feel like it, even when you feel unmotivated, when you feel anxious, go anyway. 
And that is going to not only help you get good results, but help you ease that anxiety and drive your motivation more because you're, that's often when you have the best workouts is when you're like, well, I didn't even want to be here, but I showed up and look at what I accomplished. Oh yeah. Like I, this is going to be really silly. So if you're one of my clients listening, you're going to get a little bit of a laugh out of this. Um, when I get, when I'm not motivated to work out, I make myself angry. Like, like I will make myself angry. Like, I don't want to be here. I'm going to get this over with. And when, when I get like that anger, when I'm like, yeah, I'm just going to get this over with, I end up having some of the best workout days ever because Mm. I'm using that, uh, that energy that I'm, that I would is putting into loathing the gym into actually doing the exercise. So that's so true. Some of, I mean, I remember when I was in, it was, I think, shortly after gyms reopened, I went to work and I had a break in between clients and I was like, God, I need to do my workout, but I'm really not feeling it. Like, I guess I'm just, I'm going to get through it. It was deadlifts too. So like deadlifts when you're not motivated for me, is oh, really they're difficult. terrible when you're not motivated. Oh yeah. It's, it's terrible, but I was using a hex bar. So I'm like, okay, I like this, you know, this, this bar. I ended up hitting a PR. I hit 235 pounds for like six reps. And I was like, holy shit. Are you kidding? And it's because I was literally angry that I had to work out. I was like, don't want to fucking do this. I don't want to be here. I want to go home. And I'm like, well, I just got to suck it up. And then sure enough, I hit, I hit a a PR and it's like, whoa, what the hell? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Some of the best workouts are the ones that are fueled by anger because you don't want to be there. And you know, sometimes that's the time when you're like, all right, like let's hit a PR today because I'm pissed off because I'm going to direct all this energy into this one lift. Those are the best workouts. They really are. They really are. And I, I highly encourage you to get angry about something and try working out if you're listening, because I think you're going to have a really damn good workout. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I've found, you know, across the clients that I've worked with over however long that I've been doing this, different people are find like a different emotion that really helps them tap in. For a lot of people, it's anger. Um, but for some people, it's like really finding that like calm Zen energy of like just focusing on exactly what you're doing and trying to relax everything that you can like internally. And then directing that into your your lifts, your exercises, um, and like kind of finding that peaceful state. So you got to kind of find what works for you. Um, so I would definitely recommend experimenting with some of those like different headspaces that you could put yourself in because you could definitely put yourself in a different headspace, right? Like put on some angry music, you'll start feeling angry. Put on some relaxing music, you might start feeling a little more relaxed. Like just kind of experiment with that. Yeah. I like that advice a lot. I think that that's going to be really helpful to people. And, you know, I want to go back to like what I was like joking around with earlier, like get clothes that you feel good in Mm. to work out in. Like if you have something like you have a favorite pair of shorts or you have, you know, uh, a favorite shirt that you like to wear, like you, it's, it's not stupid to get a little glammed up for the gym. It is not. You know what? I And I see a lot of people on TikTok shitting on women for wearing like the matching gym outfits. And if that's what you want to do, if that makes you feel good, if you enjoy wearing that, 
and it's going to help you get into the gym because you're like, well, at least I get to put on this cute outfit, like fucking wear it. And, you know, it doesn't have to be the matching set, right? Like if you feel good in like a baggy ass shirt and big old sweatpants, wear that. Wear what makes you feel good. And wear what makes you feel confident, you know, like because confidence comes from doing things that you're uncomfortable with. And it comes from like realizing that you're, you're coming from a place of growth and it takes a lot of growth to get out of your comfort zone. Yes, absolutely. Um, we we all need to be getting out of our comfort zone a little bit more, you know, not just in the gym, but in life. And you know, that's that's where good shit happens. So it's hard to do. It's hard to take that time to be like, okay, I'm going to do something that I really don't want to fucking do. But I guarantee if you do it anyway, you will feel better afterwards. Oh, yeah, most definitely. And I think it's a good time since we're talking about anxiety to talk about ways that you and I have overcome it. Like I know for me, I had to overcome gym anxiety, just like what Nick had said. I had to get in the door and then turn around and walk out. And I did that for a little while. Then I get in the door, I'd walk on the treadmill for 30 minutes and then I would leave, you know, Mm. that's, it's almost like, um, Oh my gosh, what's the word? It's just, it's just testing your own limits really. So being able to do that, you know, if there's go play basketball at your gym, if your gym has a basketball court, go do something that you enjoy doing. If you want to just go and do 50 bicep curls, go and just do 50 bicep curls until you're, you know, confident and doing something else. Mm. Yeah. I, I like that advice a lot. Um, for me, it was the, the barrier for me was being around a lot of people when I first started going to the gym. So I would go during weird hours. I literally woke up at 4.30 in the morning so I could go to the gym when uh, no one would be there. And sure enough, there were like maybe one or two people there. And I'm like, all right, I can live with this. Oh, yeah. Well, and I need to take a quick shout out to my client, Amanda. I don't know if she's listening, but um, I need to give her a shout out because when we originally started working together, she did not want to go to the gym. Like she had some equipment at home and now like it's her favorite part of the day. Mm. and it's oh yeah Amanda that's fucking awesome right and like it's because she overcame that anxiety she worked through it she started with walking on the treadmill she went you know and then she started strength training you know and I I build her workout programs too so there's another thing to reducing anxiety is hire someone to give you something to do um yes that's literally what Nick and I like specialize in is we we program strength workouts for people And so if you're realizing like, oh crap, like, you know, I'm really anxious. I go in the gym and I don't know what to do, figure out what to do. There are a lot of different, like, don't you have like a free workout guide? I do. Yeah. I have a free workout guide. Um, You can get that in link in my bio. Um, Probably link to this podcast too, right? I don't know. I don't know what we link. You do all that shit. (laughs) (laughs) I put your website and you can get it from your website. You can find it there. You can find it on the website. Um, But yeah, I think that's a good point is like having someone that helps you to do all this stuff and you know someone that writes your workouts for you and and not only are we going to do that but like you're going to learn how to do every exercise like I I don't know what your stuff has but like for me I have a video link to everything so you know exactly how to do every exercise before you go in and you can review those before you even get into the gym when I first started 
wanting to go to the gym, I would practice movements at home with the broom. Yeah. Before I went to the gym. So I knew what I was doing when I got in there. So like, you'll see the video, know what you need to do. You can practice it at home with whatever it is you have to practice with. And then you'll feel super confident going in because you already know how to do it. Now you just need to add weight to it. Exactly. And I think that, you know, being able to find resources and being resourceful and learning, like not only just like getting a program, but also learning why exercises are programmed certain ways can be really Mm. helpful. Mm -hmm. Um, Just getting some more knowledge under your belt is helpful. I mean, I know that not everybody can afford a coach, but there are so many free resources out there. You know, there are so many free resources out there where you can kind of build your own workout plan. And, you know, over like, first of all, doing nothing. Oh, wait, no, that's, that was going to be backwards. Doing something is better than doing nothing. Absolutely. So remembering that when you walk in the gym, if you walk in the gym and you're like, I'm going to do 50 bicep curls because at least it's something, then do it. Grow those guns, man. Hell yeah. If you're going to walk in and sniff the air and walk out, that's better than not going in at all. First of all, you got some steps in, (laughs) you made it in through the door and then you walk back to your car. Great. But you also got yourself a like slightly more acclimated to the gym environment. You know what it looks like inside um people have seen your face there you have seen other people's faces there you're going to be a little more acclimated for next time yeah and you're going to get to know people you know whether it's the staff whether it's you know the person that you nod heads at at the gym like I actually ran into this guy from a gym that I used to go to I ran into him at Target it was funny he's like he did the gym nod in Target I was like yeah (laughs) hey dude (laughs) that's funny it was great but yeah, I think that it's important to, you know, try to go in with a plan if you can, you know, which you, you can, I'm not going to say if you can, it's, if you're not planning, then it's going to be a lot more difficult to deal with that environment. But if you do plan and you go in and you said, okay, I'm going to do a goblet squat, a chest press and a tricep push down. That's something. Yes, definitely something. go in with a plan because when you walk in and you you just have all these pieces of equipment around you, you kind of get that um, analysis paralysis. Like, oh, I don't know what to do, so I'm not going to do anything. So, um, you know, to quote the the great Taylor Swift, if you <laughs> if you fail to plan, you plan to fail. Yeah, absolutely. Right? So ha- so have a plan, and you will set yourself up a lot more for success. Even if you do the exercise wrong. It's better than not doing it at all. 100%. 100%. And, you know, the more you get, the more you expose yourself to the environment again, like the easier it's going to get. People are going to recognize you. And so once people recognize you, it's a lot easier to ask them questions also. Yeah. And one of my favorite things is seeing someone new at the gym. Um, Like if I kind of, I could tell that they're a beginner, you can kind of tell. And then I'm like, I might be like watching them out of the corner of my eye a little bit. And then six months later, I'll be like, oh shit. I remember when that person was a beginner. Look at them now. They're fucking crushing it. And that's always like such a cool thing to see. And you see it so often. It's great. Oh yeah. And it's like one of my favorite things as well, because you know that that person is overcoming their anxiety. Like you, like I have so much respect for people that are new to the gym because they're getting out of their comfort zone. And we've talked about this on this podcast. You know, you have to embrace the suck. You have to embrace beginning being a beginner. 
because if you don't, you're not going to fucking get anywhere. It's the same thing as saying, I'm going to wait. I'm going to wait until I get fit to go to the fucking gym. Yeah, it makes no sense. And zero sense. It makes zero sense. It's that was like, a, that was a nice burp. Oh, I didn't realize that was audible. Oops. <laughs> <laughs> I just saw it. I don't know if they can hear it. Oh, OK, well, that's just, great. <laughs> I just like chugged a bunch of water and I was like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> my bad. No, I hate that. <laughs> I hate that, like waiting in shape to go to the gym. That's so stupid. It's like, yeah, I'm going to wait to be a NASCAR driver or wait to get my license, but I want to win a NASCAR championship first. Yeah. It doesn't, it doesn't, it doesn't make, make sense. sense. Doesn't make it make sense. <laughs> <sighs> yeah. I just, I really hope that if you're listening and you're struggling with gym anxiety, you know, making sure that you take time to expose yourself to the environment, make sure that you're getting a really fun playlist. that's going to get you pumped up. It's going to get you, you know, get you moving. And also like put on that cute ass outfit put on a cute outfit or something that you feel confident in and go for it. Like, and if you're, if you're anxious because you don't want people looking at you at the gym, I can assure you that nobody fucking cares. Like I don't go to the gym at 5 PM to judge what Deborah's doing. No, you know, like just to put it that way, like people aren't going to the gym to watch you. People are going to do the gym to watch themselves. And chances are they're feeling just as anxious as you. Mm Mm-hmm. And for anyone who is going to the gym and watching people and judging people and like that's their purpose for being in the gym, who gives a shit what they think? Because they're probably an asshole anyways. Exactly. Exactly. And when you allow people like that to hold weight over you, like to, to really carry that judgment, those aren't even people that matter to you those those aren't people that that matter to you and that's not going to do you any good worrying about what other people think that is so true who gives a fuck what some stranger thinks because they really don't matter um i was gonna say you'll never see them again but you're at the gym so you probably will but like they hold no impact over your life's decisions or, you know, don't let them hold the impact over your life's decisions. Because if you're going there and avoiding the gym because they're going to judge you, then you are letting them hold impact. But they are irrelevant to your life. Don't let them become relevant by holding that weight over you. Exactly. Because at the end of the day, if you allow that to get to you and you don't go to the gym because of it, you're only doing a disservice to yourself. Only doing a disservice to yourself. So if you're listening, get your ass in the gym. Yeah, like that guy, it. like that guy on TikTok says, "Go to the, go to the fucking, fucking gym." gym. <laughs> I love that guy. <laughs> <laughs> I have a love hate relationship with him. He's just funny. He's just funny he is funny. He like pisses me off a little bit, but sometimes I like his videos. Yeah, sometimes like or when he like drinks the coffee and he spits it out. He's go to the fucking gym. Yeah, yeah. I'm talking to you. It's really funny. It's <laughs> it really funny. funny. I don't know his name or else I would link it in the show notes. But <laughs> I think it's uh, Papa Swolio is his name. Papa, that trash. Papa Swolio, yeah. <laughs> that trash. Shout out to Papa. <laughs> Papa. <laughs> no, it's uh, it it can be scary. Like, and Nick and I aren't trying to like invalidate how you feel. Like, we're not trying to invalidate like that gym anxiety is, you know, difficult to deal with. You just want to be able to learn how to manage it. That way, you're not getting in your own way. Yeah, yeah. Step out of your comfort zone, and you know your feelings are valid. 
Um, but the more that you step out of that comfort zone, you will have those anxious feelings less and less. And I'm not saying they'll never return because they will. But if you can reduce those feelings and get better results out of your fitness because of it, then I think that's a huge win. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. And, you know, if you're anxious to go to the gym, like send Nick and I a DM. We'll we'll hype you up with a voice memo. You know, we'll mm. hype you up with a voice message back. And I also want to say thank you to everyone who's participating in the June challenge. I've been kind of dropping the fucking ball. Just oh, my because... God. I forgot I was doing that halfway <laughs> through. Oh, fuck. <laughs> I got like 16 days in and I, I forgot about, you know what happened? I worked like a lot of extra shifts because my bosses were in Vegas and I forgot all of my responsibilities outside of that. Wow. You know, and here's the deal, you guys, I bring up anxiety today because it's something that I've been dealing with. You know, like I'm, I'm going to share a little bit of, you know, I'll get a little personal here. Like I've been dealing with some massive anxiety lately, you know, like I'm, my son is now out of school and I'm a full-time single mom of a special needs kiddo. And my anxiety has been pretty fucking high. And that includes going to the gym, like going to the gym sometimes makes me feel anxious and overwhelmed. And so everything that Nick and I talked to you about in this podcast about how to deal with it are things that we've actively practiced Mm -hmm. and you know, it's very, it's very difficult to deal with, with as I choke on my spit. Um, <sighs> it's very difficult to deal with that anxiety because we want to do things. Per- Most people want to try to do things perfectly or right. And it's just not realistic. And it's not realistic, you know? And so I struggle with anxiety personally. And it's one of those situations where learning to manage it is probably going to be one of the most useful tools you can have. Absolutely. And, and here's the thing too, is like, you're going to be anxious sometimes and you're not going to be anxious other times, right? There are going to be things in your life where there, where stressors are a little bit higher. Like that week that I was covering for my bosses, I was a lot more stressed. And that was actually the first time in a while that I had felt gym anxiety because I was under so much stress. So it it didn't feel good being there. And I was very aware of all the people around me because I had a heightened sense of stress. And if, if these are things that you deal with regularly, I'm, I'm advocated for this for a long time, go speak with a therapist about it to help you manage your anxiety, to help you learn some actual strategies to manage your anxiety, get to the root of it. And that's going to help you in so many aspects of your life. So absolutely. And, you know, that's how you get more resilient as well. The more, the more that you expose yourself to things that are uncomfortable, the more you grow, the more resilient you become, the more resourceful you become. So make sure that you keep that in mind. And I know that I've been pretty MIA on social media and that's something that, you know, I just wanted to quick address here on the podcast just because I've gotten people that have messaged me saying, Hey, I haven't seen you. Are you okay? And, um, I'm okay. I'm just going through a lot of life changes right now. Lots Mm. and lots of life changes. And I appreciate everybody who's reached out asking if I'm okay. And I promise I'll be on my stories more. Uh, but it's, it's been difficult. It's been difficult with the amount of anxiety that I've been under to, add more on my plate than I already have. So um, I'm going to work on being on my stories more, kind of drop the ball on the June challenge, considering, you know, in four days, it's July or five days, it's July. But 
I just want to say thank you guys for everybody who has messaged us and who has participated and who has, you know, really taken what Nick and I say to heart. Like we, I feel like I can speak for both of us when I say that we really appreciate it. Yeah. I, I got a lot of DMS. I, you know, I even had some people that were sharing it on their story too. I really, I really, really appreciate it. It meant a lot to see that you guys are listening, that you guys are like taking what we say and really learning from it and it's helping you and it's resonating with you. It's striking that chord, whatever it is. Like it really means a lot and and we greatly appreciate you. Yeah. So thank you for listening, you guys. We hope that this was helpful and we will talk to you next week. We will talk to you next week. (laughs) All right, you guys. Okay, bye. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Donuts and Dumbbells podcast. We appreciate you taking time out of your very busy day to join us. And if you'd be so kind as to leave us a review, it helps us reach more people looking to improve their health and fitness. Until next time, we'll talk to you soon.